Siddur Snippets is sponsored by Renee Jack Nussbaum, Le'iloy Nishmas, Adol Bas Yehuda Tzvi. We're finally on to the third Hallelujah following Ashrei, making our way through Psuke de Zimra, Kapitel Kuf, Kuf Mem Ches 148. Tonight we'll share some words of introduction. It's one of the Kapitloch that people tend to fly through. It seems esoteric, it's ambiguous, we don't really understand it. It's not entirely accessible to us. But the Kapitel, in fact, is identified by our great rabbis as among the most important, we'll see, it's labeled by one, the Ikar Psuke de Zimra, the most essential or central part of all Psuke de Zimra that we recite. This capital, Kuf Memches, is made up of two parts. The first half, the first part, speaks about how the creations of the heavens, the heavenly spheres, the constellations, the star, and so on and so forth, they praise Hashem, they sing out the greatness of God. And the second half, is the creation down here on earth, from the animal kingdom to nature, to human beings themselves, that we too acknowledge and see, we too identify and exalt Hashem. The two halves, beginning with what happens in the heavens and continuing down here. The Ibn Ezra, the beginning of the Kapitol writes, Zea Mizbor Nechbad Ma'od, this is a very honorable, a very essential Mizmor, Vyeshpo Sodos Amukim, there are deep secrets and mystery it's a very, very lofty, a very, very holy capital. We're talking about two different worlds, the intersection and the integration of two worlds. The world above, the heavenly world, the world of godliness, and the this world, the world down here, the physical manifestation, the world of Gashmias. If you talk about a big circle of this world, our world down here where we live and operate, it feels so big, it feels so significant, it feels so consequential, but the truth is, it's a tiny dot, it's a passing blip, it's nothing, it's a gurnished. The real world of eternity, of, of immortality, the world, real world of forever is the heavens, where the Ribbon himself is. We down here feel like next to nothing. And the Ibn Ezra says, our capital, our mizmor, which combines these two worlds, who share in common seeing Hashem, praising Hashem, thanking Hashem, feeling the presence of Hashem, is a very, very holy yeshbo sodos amukim. It's a very deep and holy mizmor. Yisod V'shorosh Avoda writes that therefore a person should recite this capital, the third hallelujah after Ashrei, with exceptional fervor, with special enthusiasm, islavos, he writes, it's Iker Psuke de Zimra, Rashi on Shabbos, on Kuf Yud Ches, when he talks about being among those who finish the Halal B'chol Yom, and he talks about Psuke de Zimra, the filling, according to many, the finishing Halal B'chol Yom means Ashrei till the end of Sefer Tehillim. And in that succession of these Mizmorim, Rashi says, this one, that Halalukah, Halalukah, Hashem and Hashemayim, Kuf Memches, is the Iker Psuke de Zimra because it combines the upper and lower worlds. And who is commanding whom? Who's calling the shots? Who's dictating the terms? You'd think the world of eternity, of immortality, you'd think the heavens would tell us lowly creatures here on earth how to act and how to behave. But the Yisod V'shor Shavodah says it's exactly the opposite. And the entire Mizmor, David HaMelech is t telling us that we're dictating to the heavens. We are commanding the heavens how to behave. The expression hallelujah is a lashon of tzivui, writes the Yisod V'shorosh Avodah. We're being mitzaveh. We are commanding, we are demanding of the heavenly spheres how to behave. 
We're not just talking to one another, those who are in shul. This is not a tefillah, a mizmor that we're saying just to ourselves. When we think about this mizmor, we picture ourselves among the heavenly angels, the heavenly spheres, and we're telling them what to do. They listen to us. They respond to our charge and to our command. Rav Pincus describes, when we say this mizmor, this third hallelujah, we should picture hallelujah Hashem and Hashemayim. Picture a stunning bright blue sky that's praising Hashem. Guests here, we have that in the winter. You look up and there's a, there's a blue sky. You see that beautiful, sparkling, stunning blue sky and you say, Halus Hashem and Hashemayim. Instead of that dark, dreary, gray, overcast, miserable, negative, pessimistic sky, you look up and you see it's a bright blue sky. There's nary a cloud in the sky. It's a beautiful, cool breeze. And you say, wow, praise Hashem min Hashemayim. You continue, praise Hashem in the heights. So go even higher than the blue sky and picture outer space, the heavens. Praise Hashem, the angels, like you're watching, sitting among a multitude of the holy angels. Praise Hashem, Tzvakos, and His holy legions. We soar even higher to what Yechezkel Anavi describes. We go to the massive, bright sun and the picture of the moon, the stars. When we say this, we are climbing a ladder, we're ascending higher and higher. And instead of our being passive, Instead of our being secondary or complimenting these heavenly spheres, we're telling them, we're being mitzavah, we're commanding how to behave. Chaim Velozhner and Nefesh in Shar Bey is quotes Rabbeinu Yonah, who tells us that in this capital, in the third Hallelujah, it's a description, in fact, of our mission and our mandate in all of our davening. It's a statement of our mentality whenever we begin to talk to and address Hashem. We'll talk about this a little bit later tonight when we discuss Hispodidus, the highest form of, of tefillah, the most genuine, authentic, personal conversation with Hashem. Says Rav Chaim Velazhin, recording Rabbi Yonah, the instruction is, from where do we see ourselves when we're talking to God? Hallelujah, es Hashem. How do we praise Him best, most accurately? Min Hashemayim, bim romim. When we ourselves are exalted, when we see ourselves not as a body that has a soul, but a soul that has a body, when we're living Shemayim lives, when we're living, transcending the material, the physical, when we are triumphant, succeeding over our animal impulse and instinct, when we're living a life of Shemayim, when we're spiritual, craving, spiritually ambitious, spiritually aspirational people, when we live a life of Shemayim, that's how we praise Hashem most. When we're living immersed and saturated and marinated in this world, when we're defining ourselves by what we have and what we enjoy and by the pleasure of material things, then it's hard to see and praise Hashem. Hallelujah, Hashem, how do you praise Him best? Min Hashemayim, Bamramim. When we are above, when we're elevated, when we are transcendent, that is the mission statement. I'll end the introduction, one more comment. What's the reason? In the Mizmor halfway, when we talk about praising Hashem from above, when we talk about the elements, the creation down here on earth that praises Hashem from below, why are we giving two different reasons? Don't we share in common the same purpose? We praise Hashem because He is the source of all. He is in control of all. So this beautiful Sefer Aros HaTfila writes, there's a fundamental difference. And that's why the Mizmor goes in the order it does. First we talk about praising Hashem from above and only then from below because which is a higher form of praise? 
means that's why they were created. They don't have free will. They don't have free will. All of these creations are programmed, they're designed, they act, and they, uh, according exactly to what was demanded and commanded of them. But we down here, we live in a world of Bechira. We have free will. And therefore, the reason that we praise and thank and see and feel and connect with Hashem is not because it's how we're automatically designed and we lack any other choice. We have the free will to ignore or neglect Him. We choose because because of how elevated and true He is. And therefore, the, most, the more meaningful, the more authentic form of praise is the one that we offer over those that are above.